Welcome to the Honor It All podcast. I'm Honor Garrett, your host, and we're here to honor all that is good in the world. Each podcast, I interview top professionals around the globe who are making a difference, impacting lives and creating positive change. Today, we have Pam Christian, founder of the Pam Christian Group. Pam is a seasoned mindset coach and motivational speaker. What makes Pam so special is her ability to connect with people at such a personal level in order to help her clients experience lasting transformation. Pam works with men, women, and young adults. She's also involved on the speaking tour as she helps businesses and companies pour into their employees and associates to create a better and more productive work-life environment. I'm so honored to have you here with me today, Pam, as part of the Honored All podcast. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great, and I am so grateful to be here, so thank you for the invitation. It's going to be a fun conversation. Yes, well, I'm so excited because we first met on Clubhouse, and even just through an app, seeing your picture, I knew you had this high vibe energy and I was very attracted to that. And I just reached out because I I said, I need to get to know this person. So before we get into it, I want our listeners to get to know you. What makes you tick? Can you share um, your background and how you went from, I guess, real estate to a real life coach? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my background is extensive. Um, and there's been a lot of great, great, great stuff in my background, but also a lot of trauma, adversity, challenges, obstacles, difficulties, like we all have. And some were pretty severe and others were more garden variety. And it was navigating that and navigating um, that part of my life, because obviously the highs are easy to navigate. We could talk about the highs all day long, but that's, that's not going to get us anywhere. What really, what really is... Um, the juice of all of it is getting through the challenges, the dark stuff and the shadow side, whatever you want to call it. And so I navigated my way through that um, sometimes really, really well, and sometimes really dysfunctionally or toxic or whatever words you want to use for it. Um, but I, but I, but I pushed through and I feel like my entire life, I've been a healer because of the things I've been through and I've been a coach and I've been a cheerleader and a mentor um, just not formally. I mean, even when I was doing real estate, I was that, I was that for my clients. I was that for other realtors. I used to be a teacher. So I was always doing it. And at some point in my uh, real estate career, which was a great, great career and super successful, um, and all good things to say about it. I just was done. And I just, I just couldn't, I didn't have the passion for it anymore. And I was still on the top. So it wasn't like, oh, things were going awry and I needed to find something else. It was a really, I I mean, it's a lucrative career. It's a really great career. I'm a single mom, three kids. It allowed me flexibility, but I just wasn't feeling it. And that pull inside of me was really strong, pulling me away and saying, hey, you, you need to leave this one because it wasn't serving me anymore. But if it's not serving me, I'm not serving my clients. And I'm always about service and serving at a high level. So I left and packaged up my business. It was like my third business, second business that I've sold and um, didn't know what I was going to do. And um, it sort of morphed into coaching, but it's so much more than coaching now. People often say coaching and I I do do coaching. I do one-on-one coaching. I do um, group coaching, but it's more than that. it's, It's a calling. And However, the calling appears in my life. Sometimes it's a coaching session. Sometimes it's a master class. Sometimes it's a speaking event with a large corporation. It, it doesn't matter. It's more about what's the calling 
and what am I here to do and what's my purpose? And that's to help heal humanity by motivating and inspiring others to live their best lives. And by living their best lives, it doesn't mean what my best life would be. It's by getting to know truly authentically what is your best life? Because we um, have, have moved away from that knowledge because we have kind of put up all these different barriers and walls, but also all this stuff that's like smoke and mirrors that looks great and looks beautiful from the outside, but inside we're flailing, not failing, flailing inside of ourselves, not sure why we're not feeling good, even though we're following this prescribed methods that society tells us to. So that's what I work on. And you also said what makes you tick. And what's so great about this stage of my life is there's not much that makes me tick. There's not much at all because not because people don't do things or situations don't arise, but because I've done so much work on myself. Even yesterday, my daughter, she's a brand new driver, just turned 17. She got rear-ended. The woman came out, asked her how she was, and then took off. Hit and run, complete. And that is something that would make me tick. But it takes like something like that when it has to do with my kids and someone just totally not caring and realizing that we are a collective. We're not separate. It's not about you going on and feeling okay and leaving the scene of the crime. It's about you staying regardless of what the consequences were. So something like that would make me tick. But other than that, and that's because I'm mama bear with my exactly. kids. Exactly. We are. We all are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's what I love too. Yeah, I knew you're in Jersey, right? Yeah. And I'm in, in Eastern PA. Yeah. So we're kind of neighbors. We both have kids. Um, and we're basically both at a time in our lives where we're like, this is time to figure out and do what really we're inspired to do, what we're called to do. And you obviously have a gift. You were probably one of those people that everybody came to for advice or to tell you what's going on with them. So when did you actually realize you had that gift? Um, sometimes it's when life throws you a, a curveball and you decide, oh, I'm going to use this gift and have to go in another direction. So when did you realize it? And then how long before you decided to make it your life passion? Okay, so a couple of things. One, um, I want to say that, yes, we are in this stage of life where we can do this. Sorry about my dog. Uh, uh, okay. Hey, that's life. <laughs> it's right, exactly. It's real life. Um, so we're in the stage of life where we can do this. But I want to say to your viewers, listeners or whatever, don't wait. Don't wait till a certain stage of life. Go for it now. Go for it as soon as you're feeling it. And it doesn't mean that it has to be where you make all your money. You can do it as a side passion, but start leaning into that and getting to know it. And for me, there wasn't this one aha moment. I've had many, many, many difficult moments. Like I've said, like both of my parents passing away suddenly and unexpectedly and other sort of adversities that or traumas that were really significant. And I think each one of them has brought me closer to this. Um, what I will say is that from a very young age, I've been, I've known I'm an empath. And so with that knowledge and that sensitivity, I had to learn how to kind of fit that into my life. I'm like, wait, that empath thing, get that out of my life. That doesn't work for me. That's not working here. And I'd resist it because you pick up on a lot of energy and people's energies. Um, so it's not this one moment. It's been something that, and that's what I tell people all the time. People are working towards this one goal, this one destination. And what happens is they get to that destination and they don't even acknowledge it. They set a new goal and a new destination, which is great, but you have to notice the steps along the way. And sometimes they're baby steps and sometimes they're giant leaps 
It doesn't matter. So all along the way, I've been moving into this. And so right now I'm here and you're asking me, well, when did you realize, but I, it's been all along the way. And in three years, you might, someone might ask me that same question. And I'd say, well, three years ago, someone asked me that and I was there <laughs> and now I'm here. It's a journey. It's a path. It is. It is. Everybody's so um, fixed on the destination. I want to get here or I'm building a business. And when I get to this point and when I get to that point, and what would you say to that? Because what I've learned is being in the present. If, if we're always focused on the future, we're, we're kind of missing out on enjoying what we have right now. Um, what would you say to that? Well, first, the future is just created in our mind because it doesn't really exist. So it's all these pictures of what we think it should be. And then we get attached to that picture. But really, for it, the outcome, for it to look just like that picture is unrealistic because there, as we know, life is curvy. It's a roller coaster ride, ups, downs, winds, all that sort of stuff. So it can, we're, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment. Um, and I would say it's very hard to stay in the present moment because we're taught to overthink all the time. So what you need to do is create pattern interrupters so that you can stay in the moment. So when you find yourself thinking about something else, notice that. Notice it. Ask yourself if that's what you want to think about, if that's serving you. Take a hairband or a rubber band if you don't use a hairband. And as soon as you find yourself thinking about something you don't want, just snap it. It's, it just wakes you up. It changes your state. Get up and do 10 jumping jacks because we're in our heads all the time and we're never going to be able to stop that if we, our own selves, don't do the work of creating that um, stop, that, that, that moment that we're like, wait, this isn't me. These are my thoughts around this. Mm -hmm. And so it's separating yourself from your ego or yourself from your mind. So what I would recommend for starters is at the beginning or end of every day, taking a few minutes and reflecting on your day and how did it go? And did you like how it went? And did you have a bad day? And if you had a bad day, was it a culmination of a lot of things or did one thing happen? And then that set the tone for your bad day, but also mm -hmm. did you have a good day? And what did that feel like? And why was it a good day? And holding on to that and creating muscle memory, so to speak, and cellular memory of those good moments, mm -hmm. viscerally, what did that feel like? Also, when you're in thought and you have the awareness to say, wait, this is just a thought, ask yourself if the thought is real. Is the thought real? Like, yeah. am I a bad person? Am I not worth it? Can I not do this? Mm -hmm. Or am I just telling myself those things? Because most often, more often than not, we're just telling ourselves those things. We're holding ourselves back. It's that like chatter, 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 chatter that just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And what happens is we get caught up in it. Mm -hmm. We get so caught up in it that we can't separate ourselves from it to realize it's not even reality. Yeah, we tell ourselves so many lies. And I think, I mean, obviously we don't mean to, right? But it's, it's those subconscious. It's, it, it, someone told me your subconscious is really just like a tape recorder. It doesn't even have feelings. It's just, it's on, it's repeat. These, it's on repeat and, re, and until we can disrupt it, like you said, disrupt it and have more intention, use our frontal lobe, really think and be present. So, um, that's some really good advice. I, I like the rubber band. <laughs> I mean, there are so many things. First of all, like you said, the frontal lobe opening, the pineal gland, your third eye, mm -hmm. start working on decalcifying that, meditating. Meditation can be 60 seconds a day. It could be, it doesn't have to be this 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening, sit and feel nothing and think nothing. That's so unrealistic when you're mm -hmm. starting. Taking a bubble bath, 
being out in nature, going for a walk. There are so many things that you can do that will allow you to start to recognize your thoughts Mm -hmm. as thoughts, not as truth. Well, and so many people are like, I don't know how to meditate. And I know I try to tell people just do a little bit, like you just said, 60 seconds, anything, because it's like a muscle, like anything you do and exercise, you go to the gym. It takes time to build that. Um, I'm fascinated with the pineal gland Like you were just, and I always wonder, cause I know you can really activate it. Even I don't really know how to, except for really deep um, meditation. Do you have any tips to I really- yeah, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, with meditation, when people always say to me, I'm not doing it right, or I don't know how to do it. It's not a thing you do know how to do. It's being. So all you need to do is sit with no noise or sort of guided meditation or some music or mantras, mm-hmm. but just sit. Don't judge it. Don't question it. If you can just sit for 60 seconds, congratulations. You just meditated. (laughs) It doesn't matter how many thoughts run through your head, how many negative thoughts, how many positive thoughts or anything. It's just, just, just being. So you've done it. Some people say I fell asleep. Okay. You fell asleep. You still meditated. So don't be so hard on yourself. Pineal gland. There's so much here. I mean, so the pineal gland is the third eye. It's the eye that we can really see beyond the 3D world that we live in. So like you see these things that are happening and you believe that they're happening because our five senses have told us that and told us that's how it's supposed to be. But if you are able to kind of um, decalcify and open and activate your third eye, you'll see that that's just the beginning. And there's evidence that's beyond the physical world that will tell you there's so much more there. And so there are lots of ways to activate the pineal gland. And the pineal gland is, I mean, I have really activated mine, so it's the most magical thing, but it takes time and it can cause headaches. And sometimes you can open it too much that it can get a little depressing. So I wanna just be there, you know, disclaimers there because it's a balance. And so some basic ways to get started, one, meditation, shocker. Two (laughs) is non-toxic products. Stop wearing makeup that has chemicals in it. Stop using lotions. Bed, bath, not bed, bath and beyond, bath and body works. None of those mm. products that are full of chemicals. Yeah, they smell good, but actually what you're breathing in is just like Clorox bleach. And you don't want to be breathing that stuff into mm. your body because what happens is it creates a film over your pineal gland. And if you think about yourself or a child that you've had or yourself as a child, when you had pink eye in one of these eyes, mm. your five senses, not the multi-sensory eye yeah. I'm talking about right now. Um, so you have pink eye, you wake up. It's all gooky and crusted over and you're like, oh, I could barely open it, right? So right. you go get a little white, wet compress and you put the compress on it and you start to open it, but it's still sticky and it takes a while. That's what's going to happen with your pineal gland. So you're not going to see the results right away. Sorry. You're not going to see the results right away. And um, so, like I said, non-toxic products meditation, high vibrational foods. And I know a lot of people are connected to the foods they eat, good or bad. And so I never tell people to take foods out that aren't serving them because then they feel deprived and then they go on these binges. Right. So keep all the foods you want in it, start adding something. So maybe a green smoothie or a green juice or a vegetable stir fry or a salad and start adding high vibrational foods, um, raw activated nuts, um, some really good teas. And I don't mean your name brands at the grocery store, but right. some good powders or like, you know, um, 
like high quality teas, um, water, water, like filtered water, mineral water, still water. Um, uh, it's really important that um, you have water that does not have fluoride in it. Your toothpaste should not be Colgate Crest, AIM, or anything like that. Sensodyne, I don't even know what else there is. I use betonite clay. I use activated charcoal. I use Tom's for my most basic one. Um, and those are, those are easy adjustments to make. And what's going to happen is your body is going to start to detox. And you might not feel great all the time. The other thing you could do is go into a sauna. If you can, I have a sauna in my house, but you could go, um, they have like little pop-up saunas in towns, probably if not in the one you live in nearby, mm -hmm. go in for 20 minutes, you are sweating the toxins out. Mm -hmm. um, things like that, uh, blue-green algae, chlorella, they come in pills. It's Chlorella is like um, uh, chlorophyll. Chlorophyll yeah. is like the food for plants. I take chlorella every day. My kids take it every day. All of these things, probiotics, it's, they're all healing. Start journaling, getting purging thoughts, purging things that aren't serving it. All of these things activate your third eye. I have sound bowls. They're crystal sound bowls and they connect with your chakras. But if you don't have them, there's no excuses. Go on YouTube, sound healing. And what you do is you keep looking until you find ones that resonate with you. A lot of people go on and they're like, that meditation music, that was weird. I'm not into it. Okay. That doesn't mean there aren't thousands of other yeah. ones on YouTube that you can go find. Mm -hmm. um, sound healing is so key. The, the highest frequency we can vibrate off of is love. And that happens when our pineal gland is open. And we are so far, most of us are so far away from love and live on the lowest frequency, which is fear, shame, guilt, humiliation. And so what this is all doing is it's clearing that. So you can go into YouTube and just look up something called solfeggio and it's an HZ tone and you put it on before you go to bed and it doesn't work. It's working your subconscious without you having to do anything. It's a passive way to start opening your pineal gland. So I could go on and on about this, but those oh, are I just some <laughs> basic, basic ways. Sun gazing, grounding, putting your feet on the ground mm. or in soil. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. Well, and I love, you know, as a health and mindset coach, I believe what you put into your body is so important, you know, the health and, but tell me what you think of mindset and cause I know you're a mindset coach, how important is it for anybody trying to change their life? It's so important. The thing is, it's like, there's this cycle and it's a vicious cycle. So you don't do the things that support you. Forget about mindset that are nurturing you, the food, the meditation, the sun gazing, the, the self-love and the self-care. You don't do those things. It's hard to have a good mindset because that's contaminating you. On the other hand, you have a strong mindset um, and you get your mindset going, but the other things fall off. It's, it's a cycle where you have to do it all. It all has to come together, but you don't have to do it all at a high level at the beginning. It's just starting. It's baby steps. So what's one thing, one other, a few other things for the pineal gland, expressing gratitude and service. So those are two other really easy, good things. When you start doing those things, all those things I just talked about, forget about for the pineal gland, just for you in general, what happens is you start to feel better. So your mindset becomes more on point. And I can tell you, like, it's great that Honor and I are sitting here and we're talking about all this stuff. But what I want you to know is that my mindset was horrible. I hated myself. I was self-loathing. 
I was insecure. I bit my nails till they bled. I didn't even have cuticles. My, my fingers were just all cut up. I would wear huge clothing so no one would look at me. And if I could change it, you can change it. And it's just about not looking at that destination or that big picture. Oh, I want to get to where honor is today. Oh my God, she has her own podcast. She's doing this. She's doing that. It's not about that. It's just what's one thing I can do today that's different than yesterday that will help elevate me. And if that one thing is one extra glass of water, then so be it. And that's one thing that's taking you on your way. And then in a few weeks, if you fall off and you're off for a little while, that's okay too. The key is not to beat yourself up if you fall off, because if you fall off and you beat yourself up cellularly, you're impacting yourself on a very visceral level and your body remembers that. However, if you say, you know what? I fell off. I ate a bag of chips, Ahoy cookies. You know what? That's okay. I wanted that. And tomorrow, the next day, I'm going to get back on and add some greens back in. And it's okay. It's, it's what I did that day. And that's cool. It's such a different response. Your body has a different response to that. You don't go into adrenal overload, cortisol levels don't go crazy because you're not, you're being compassionate to yourself. Well, and that's so important because I think that part of healing in this journey that we're on is giving ourselves grace, letting go of blame, shame, guilt of others and ourselves. And sometimes we can forgive someone else, but then we can't forgive ourselves and we're only hurting ourselves. So yes, that's really important. And one thing that I tell people too, is that when you, you were saying that the highest vibration is love, right? And then the lowest vibration is fear. You can't be in two places at once. And so, but it's okay if you get, if you have a low day, but just realize that if I'm being, if I'm in a bad mood and I'm treating my husband with not much respect or I'm getting short with my kids to do a check so I can get back. And what you suggested with gratitude, to me, gratitude and giving thanks for what I have and the things that maybe haven't even shown up yet is the fastest way I get out of my little funk. <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you, what does success mean to you? Because I know everyone has a different definition of success, but for you in your life right now, what is success for you? Success for me is being in alignment with myself and living authentically. However, that shows up on that given day, mm -hmm. not, not compromising myself, not doing anything that goes against my inner, true, higher self. That's beautiful. Well, I know that you continue to honor your mission of helping people and finding their true, authentic self as well. Can you tell me what you do as a coach? Um, tell our audience about some of your coaching services and how you help others. Absolutely. So I do a few different things and, um, Okay. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and I do business coaching and mindset coaching. I don't really promote the business as much, but I do a lot of that as well because mindset has a lot to do with our business and the success of our business or lack thereof. And um, 
you know, I do weekly, we do weekly coaching sessions and really I hold space while my client does the work. So I evoke transformation in my client, but my client is actually the one doing all the work. And that's how it should be because I used to be the problem solver and I used to try to do the work for them. But when they would, you know, we would part ways because the, 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 it, our time would be over together they didn't have the tools and the skills to take care of themselves because I was feeding it to them. So this was this that was before I was a coach. That was more like the friend mentor type thing. And what I really love about my coaching is empowering you to have it all for yourself. Then I do master classes, webinars. I speak for companies, things like that. I have a book coming out, um, which is meant to serve everyone and I think it will and mostly people who you know aren't ready to start the coaching journey the thing about coaching is I can do everything I want to facilitate that growth in you you have to be ready you have to want it I can do everything but make you ready so you have to be ready for it um and then of course complimentary coaching is all over Instagram I do videos I do posts stuff like that and on my socials and stuff like that um so that's really you know what 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 it mostly is well, you have great content. So I will have everything um, underneath, wh whether you're looking at a YouTube or the podcast, all of Pam's information and how you can get a hold of her will be there because um, she really gives so much value. Um, so whether you are ready to dive in and do the serious work with her, which is is so valuable, or if you just want a few tips. So she really, um, you can really get almost anything. Um, from her. I wanted to ask you a few more things. Um, I believe energy is so important and I know that you do. And I'm so excited how now finally, I really think that Western medicine is catching up with Eastern medicine and, and quantum physics and epigenetics that we're really seeing how everything, everything is connected. And it's just, it, I just think it's such a beautiful thing. Um, how do you integrate energy and in what you do and how you coach. I mean, there's not a, it's not like I integrated, it's part of my being. So like it's, it's in everything I do it's so much so that my daughter's like, can you please stop saying the word energy? <laughs> like I believe energy is everything. You could sit here and say words to me, but if they don't match your energy, I'm going with your energy. And that's the thing about the pineal gland. That's exactly what it is. You know, our five senses tell us she's saying this, she's saying that she must mean this. The pineal gland allows you opening it. It allows you to see beyond that, right. to see beyond the words and what's really going on. So if you're able to do that, what you can realize when you might initially see a person and think, oh, they're obnoxious or, oh, they're this or, oh, they're that, you'll really see that it's all the pain. It's all the hurt. It's all the heart being closed up. That's really what's happening there, but we just see the cover. We just see the, the surface. Um, so it's not something that's into People always say also like, how do you make this part of your lifestyle? Like going for walks or doing this or doing that. It's not that that stuff work is my lifestyle. Everything else works around it. So energy is who I am. It is who my clients are and everything works around that energy rather than me finding a way to integrate the energy in. Beautifully said. That's awesome. So I know that there are people in our audience that may be struggling right now in their life, whether they've lost a job, they've lost a loved one, they've gone, gone through a divorce, their child is struggling. What advice 
could you share for our listeners? Well, first of all, I've been through all, through all of those. So I've been there, done that. And here's the thing, resistance, what you resist persists. And if we could let go and have faith and trust and believe that you lost your job and it's not fun right now and finances might feel tight or it might, you might have all the finances in the world, but not know where that next job is coming from. So that might be scary. Whatever it is that's going on in your mind, talk yourself through it because truly there's a plan and things unfold in front of us. And when we let go and surrender and surrendering is not easy. Trust me, it's a battle I fight, fight every single day because we're not taught to let go and trust. We're taught to have control. We're taught to fight. We're taught if we don't take action steps, then it's not going to work out the way we want. What I'd encourage you to do is find some time each day to talk, be your own best friend. So if you were going to call me as a friend, not a coach, because I wouldn't say this stuff as a coach and say, hey, Pam, this is what's happening. What should I do? And I would say, it's all going to be okay. You're going to be fine. You don't have a job right now and that's scary, but you're going to go look for a job. Yes, you lost a loved one or you went through a divorce and maybe you'll find another partner or maybe you'll be your biggest love of your life and it'll just be you, but it's all going to be okay. Say that to yourself. Talk yourself through it each and every day. And when you're really feeling low, let yourself feel that too, because that's part of the healing. The thing about healing is there's the painful part and it's so brutally dark and difficult. And I mean, man, it is soul crushing. And then there's the self-love part that balances it out. And that's the bubble baths and the meditation and the good food and the being with family and friends or people you care about. And you have to do both. You have to feel that pain, but you also have to remember it's not here to stay forever, just like the good times aren't here to stay forever. So what I would start with every morning Every night before you go to bed, put a big glass of water on your side table. When you wake up in the morning, before you leave your room, drink that water, drink it. So for some people, it's the only water they get all day. Some people just don't drink water. Other people don't start drinking till later or have their coffee first, get that water in your body. Then before you leave your room, say what you're grateful for, whether you do it to yourself. My cousin and I send 10 things we're grateful for via text each day. You could do it with a friend, have an accountability partner, and then do one thing to serve. Send one person a text and say, how are you doing today? Or just want to let you know I was thinking about you or anything like that, that you know, that's going on in their lives. That will change your morning. That will change your mindset. And that will change how you're feeling. The thing is you have to do it. You have to take the steps and do it. Yeah. Well, that'll change your life. Yeah. If, I mean, literally, if you could drink a glass of water, give thanks for what you're grateful for and reach out and tell someone you're thinking about them or you love them. Yeah. Like <laughs> that even actually brought tears to my eyes. I'm like, it's so simple, but you still have to do it. So, so what's on the horizon for you? You know, Sorry. you're, you're always encourage everyone else do you have any big dreams? Is there, is there something that you're hoping for the next step or are you just letting it unfold? <laughs> I'm pretty much letting it unfold. I do have the book coming out. I'm not sure when it's coming out yet. It's been a, a you know, a work in progress and I want to feel really comfortable when it comes out, but I'm kind of letting it unfold. I, you know, if tomorrow I woke up and someone, someone, my higher self said to me, we're pivoting today and we're going to go in this direction. I'm going to go in that direction and I'm going to trust my higher self to bring me wherever I need to go. That's beautiful. And great advice just to leave everyone with is, is really learn to be with yourself and trust yourself. So that is beautiful. And when your book comes out, 
let us know. We'll have you back on. You can tell us all about it. Awesome. But I just you. want, I just want to thank you so much for, for being here today and, and sharing your wisdom and your love with my audience. And I also, if there are any last words, um, please let us know. All right. Yeah. First of all, thank you so much for having me and for doing this. I love this. You're so good at it, by the way, you're doing a great job and you're putting so much good out there. So keep on going. Um, and then I just want to say to anyone who's listening or watching, you know, you might not think you're worth it. You might've been telling yourself you're probably your biggest bully. You are, we all are. There's no coincidence that we're here. There's no coincidence that you're listening to this. It's okay if it's a baby step. It's okay if you fall off. It's okay if you do those three things, the water gratitude and service for three days and then you forget and then just get back on. Treat yourself kindly. You're beautiful. You are love. We all are. And just keep going. Just keep fighting through. Keep going. And one day you're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, look at where I am and look at where I was. This is amazing. And you deserve that. Wow. Well, thank you. That is a perfect spot to end. And I hope that everyone goes away today after listening um, to Pam inspired and feeling wonderful and really ready to take those steps in their life. So thank you so much, Pam. I really appreciate you. And until next week, uh, love you guys, and we will see you soon. Thank you. Have a great day.